If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are here today talking about an important topic that we both uh, recall not so fondly. (laughs) Well, well, hold on, Joel. Like, what what is your most vivid memory of your first year of teaching? Just, uh, I don't remember doing anything but teaching. I remember never seeing the sun, like yeah. going into work before the sun came up. In the up. dark, yep. I didn't have windows that year. I was in an interior classroom okay. with no windows. I did too. That's interesting. Yes. And never saw the sun. Never saw the sun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently talked to Kelly Bless, Miss Bless, Miss Bless, fourth grade teacher at St. Pius Catholic School, and she's in her second year of teaching. And what was interesting is our conversation with her uh, made us reflect on those differences between year one and year two. And she talked a lot about parents. Do you remember parent interactions in the first year? I was young. I was yeah. 21, 22. Yeah, I was 23. I was 23 my first year teaching. And I was, my first year of teaching, I taught at a public high school. And my interactions with parents were kind of few and far between, I I have to be honest. Like, when we had parent-teacher conferences in October, that was kind of the first time that I had interactions with parents. We didn't have email when I started teaching, Jill. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I've been the same age until I stuff like that. That's right. Exactly. No, there's a 10-year difference, you know, know, at least nine, right? So it wasn't until a couple years later that um, that we had email, which is a game changer for weekly communications with parents or establishing relationships. So no, I mean, it really was face-to-face. And in a large public high school, you don't have much opportunity to interact. You, you can't stand out. Even when I worked at a Catholic high school, I could stand out in the, in the, at the drop-off line in the morning mm-hmm. and wave to the parents and say hello and greet the children. You don't do that at public high school. No, you don't. And um, it was fun to talk to Kelly because she talked about how in the first year, she said the parents didn't trust her. But I remember feeling like, and maybe that's not even true, it's hard to know, but I didn't feel like I knew enough and that I was faking it Mm. all the time. (laughs) And I felt really young. So I felt like I was trying to um, prove that I was mature enough and prove that I knew enough, but I wasn't 
at that point I wasn't a mom. I really yeah. didn't know a lot of things. Um, I was doing okay, but it was year two felt different. I think that's what we want to aim at is how much year two feels different than year one, just because you have a whole year under your belt. So did you work in the same school? So Kel here, let I me did. go back to Kelly Bless for a second, because Kelly said she, her first year, yeah, she didn't have a whole lot of interactions with her um, parents. She had a little bit of email interaction, but she had really wonderful rapport with her students. Yeah, so she, she said, loved her students. students. Liked me. They they liked her. <laughs> so she felt respected when it was in her yes. classroom. But yeah, she felt like an imposter when she, you know, when she's communicating with the parents. So second year, she said, now she's trusted in the community. Now the community knows that she's part of the fab or she's part of the fabric yeah. and the framework of the community. And so there's a little bit more trust in her. I did not work at the same school my second year of teaching than I did my first year of teaching so, so you did you build, yeah oh no. yeah same grade levels same same thing so I had a I built those relationships because even in a second year you have some siblings you have some you have some things happening right away and you and it, I, we kind of joked with Kelly about this but it was it's like okay I didn't mess up the first group of kids I guess they'll give me a second <laughs> year and it feels that way but um she reflected back so second year teacher reflecting back on first year she said, you know, I could have been friendlier with the parents. Yes. And you sort of avoid, this sounds terrible. No, I, I remember did. just sort I avoided. of yeah. avoiding being scared about sending home an email yeah. or a newsletter or parent-teacher conferences. You just, you're so scared you're going to get caught. Um, I remember like making. Being wrong or being or caught, not or doing anything wrong, but just like caught being inaccurate, caught thinking, I, you know, they're going to ask me a question I don't have an answer for. Okay. Uh, I wasn't good yet, and I, I kind of no. knew I wasn't good yet. And I didn't, and I was not confident in the way I communicated with the parents. So yes, I remember some positive phone calls that I made home for students, yes. and I'd pull them aside and say, "Hey, is it okay if I, call, you know, who do you want me to get a hold of? Your mom or your dad? I got some good things to say about you." And like, and that actually built rapport yes. with students yes. too. Yes, yes, I love but that. But if I had to make a difficult phone call for the two kids that plagiarized their term papers in uh -huh. my class, and I had, I was terrified to talk to those parents. In my first year, I had to. Ooh, this is a tough one to say on the podcast, but I had to confront a student and his mom about his plagiarism, but the mom is a teacher. Ooh, ouch. I know. And a colleague. Oh. Right? Yeah. And so that was not easy. No. Um, it was not easy. And so... It, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's hard to know if your communication is coming across well, and it's hard. I don't know. It's hard in all those ways, but I heard a good idea. So let's, let's think okay. of other ways that, um, how can we build up good relationships with parents, especially in year one? I'm hearing you say the calls home or the emails home for the positive things are great yeah. ways to build relationships. Definitely. I love uh, postcards, like the postcards, like I caught you being good. Oh, or, I love those. You did such Because then you just write a couple sentences and it gets in the mailbox and the kid and the parents are excited to see that. Yep. It ends up on the fridge. It has the logo of the school. They're reminded that they're loved at school. Yes. So that's much more personalized like than an email. So the postcards work really well. The calls home work really well. Mm -hmm. Um. And, you, and if you do those things before you have to make the difficult phone calls, yes. it makes all the difference in the world, right? So utilize utilize that stuff. Take the time to do that. If you have a class of 20 students and you're able to do three emails a week, four emails a week, 
that just say a couple lines of positive things. And you just mark a little calendar that you're going to do it once a week. Um, it, it only takes a couple of months that you've had a couple of positive interactions and exchanges with teachers. Or, I'm sorry, with the parents as a teacher. Um, because on the with my parent hat on, you don't get those very often. No. Mm-mm. Our teachers are amazing. And, and we get them. But it doesn't... Uh, the bad day as a parent is not the same as the bad day of the teacher. So you're not really sure how your kid's doing at school sometimes. <laughs> so it feels good to get those positive, those positive moments as well. All right. Well, I think that is it for the um, podcast. Just heard the bell. Got to get back to class. So thank you so much for joining us. It is always a pleasure to affirm all of your efforts and um, please keep sending us your great ideas so that we can share them with your fellow teachers. Have a good day. We'll see you next time.